0: What's up, guys? Here we are for uh, another episode of Cognizant So This week is uh, the week of... Sorry, I'll turn that off. The week of February the 5th. Today is Tuesday, February 5th. It's about 11.30. And uh, I'm going to try to be a little quiet here this evening. don't want to wake my roommate up. I'm pretty sure if he's awake, he can hear me right through the wall. So, um, yeah, so... Welcome to February, kind of where I, uh, where I was leading into last week. This is the first day or the first actual recording of actual February, and um, if you tuned in last week, you'll know that I am incredibly happy to be done with January. Seems like a five-year month every year, but this was the worst yet so far. Um, and so February is. As, you know, some of you who are familiar with the Gregorian calendar may know, February is a short month. Um, but luckily for all of us, the days are already getting longer, so, a uh, quick shout out to good old Punxsutawney Phil here, um, Groundhog Day was over the weekend, so that was, that was good. It was a good thing. Dude, uh, saw no shadow, meaning that we're gonna have supposedly if you believe the uh the wives tale or the superstition we're gonna have a short winter and an early spring um it's a funny story about that it didn't even really dawn on me until last night that saturday was groundhog day i had to actually look up the results of groundhog day this morning when i got up and here we are of course um but now looking back on saturday uh or yeah saturday the second which was actual groundhog day uh, I was out, so I was out at the the bar during the day. Uh, excuse me. So I was out at the bar. I went to uh, Acme Bar and Pizza. Any of you that are familiar with, you know, some of the dives here in Rochester, I wouldn't say Acme is necessarily a dive, but it's certainly not upscale, but it's great. Um, so I was in there with my dad and my brother on Saturday, and we were um, you know, doing a little drinking, playing some darts, had some lunch, and I noticed on the TV there, they had, um, they had Groundhog Day, the movie with Bill Murray on the TV, so, you know, it was about halfway through, and then I think they played Scrooge after that, but they had Groundhog Day on when, um, when I first noticed it, which was great, I thought that was a little odd, and I didn't really think, hmm, <sighs> excuse me, didn't necessarily think it was normal to have a Bill Murray movie on in the middle of the bar, then again, it's a great freaking movie, so, um, but yeah, so now looking back, I remember exactly, or I know exactly why they had Groundhog Day on, um, but anyway, so, thanks again to Tony Phil, stupid little gopher, and, so, not only is the winter hopefully coming to an end soon probably within the month here that would be amazing Um, but now officially as of yesterday uh, football's over so you know moving away from the NFL we got hockey in full swing right now we got basketball in full swing all the trade rumors swirling around people like Anthony Davis (laughs) fantastic and before you know it folks once Poxitani Phil's prediction actually totally kicks in we'll be at spring uh, so that means baseball's in a couple months. It's a little closer to me. So yeah, baseball is already in a couple months here. Um, but in any case, I'm going to talk a little bit about the Super Bowl. Um, Super Bowl sucked, by the way. It was a terrible game. This is one of my foremost distractions in, wor- in the world in the course of a year is the NFL playoffs and the Super Bowl. And honestly, I think I would have been better off if I had... not tuned into the game if I had, you know, done some reading or, like, gone to the gym during the Super Bowl, because it was terrible, honestly, it was just, I think that was not only the worst Super Bowl I've ever seen, but it was the worst professional sporting event I've ever seen, by a freaking mile, it was boring, the Patriots won, obviously, so fuck the Patriots, and kind of fucked the Rams, too, because they blew it, um, I was actually pulling for them, that really kind of annoyed me, but the game was just miserable, and honestly, the commercials were even bad, uh, that is, I almost look forward to the commercials as much as I look forward to the game, and they were terrible, they were just absolutely terrible, there were a couple with a good message, there was one about, uh, with Anthony Lynn, the coach of the Chargers, and he got drilled by a drunk driver, like, and so my friend Brendan, whose house I was watching the game at, um, he's actually a Chargers fan, and he was telling me a little story, or giving me some details on this, I guess it was, um, Todd Haley and Anthony Lynn were, like, out in public, or something like that, and Todd Haley was across the street, and he motioned to Anthony Lynn to come on over here, I don't know if they were, like, out drinking or whatever, but... Um, so Anthony Lynn goes across the street, <laughs> excuse me, and a drunk driver comes and hits him as he's walking across the street. He like was in the hospital. He almost died. Um, so that, and that was a, it was kind of like a PSA for don't drink and drive. It was also, um, kind of like a shout out to first responders, um, EMTs and firefighters and cops which was great, and I think it was a Verizon commercial, so there was good messages, but then there was just some fucking terrible commercials, I'm trying to remember one of them, um, yeah, I just, I remember that, that's usually, like, that's the one time I don't actually mind watching commercials is during the Super Bowl, and they were all annoying, except for the Anthony Lynn commercial, and, whew, excuse me, I'm exhausted, and the, uh, the Game of Thrones Bud Light collaboration, which was great. I liked that. A little dilly dilly, a little fire breathing dragon. You know, not a big deal. Um, but in any case, I made the most of it, and I did not spend all Sunday complaining and moaning about how terrible the game was. I did a little bit of that, but uh, there was one redeeming quality of the Super Bowl, which I thought was a great idea shout out to zach lang for coming up with the prop bet pool that we all entered um don't know who won it a little bit of controversy on some of the uh some of the rulings that he laid down no spongebob prop was used that's a clip that's a video clip not a prop props are physical items Uh, Anyway, uh, I think the Super Bowl prop bet pool was the best part about it. I had more fun cheering for things like the length of the national anthem or whether Gladys Knight was going to use a microphone stand or Adam Levine was wearing a black shirt or not, See how long the longest field goal and touchdown were, who scored first, stuff like that. Um, And so, you know, it was kind of a winner-take-all pool, which was shitty because I didn't win, but by the same token, I had way more fun cheering for that stuff. Um, so, you know, all of that was all fine, well, and good. It was, uh, I don't know. Super Bowl, like I said, is, is one of the biggest distractions that I have, um, because it's kind of just the, it's a day where, you know, you wake up on the day of the Super Bowl, what's your first thought? Your first thought is not, I'm going to be super productive today, not if you're in a huge NFL fan like myself. Um But what did so what do you do instead? You drink all day, you know? Or you party all day, you make food, you make delicious food, you invite all your friends over, you go over to your friend's house, you have a party. You you know, you get together with people you haven't seen in a while, you sit down, you watch the game, you cheer, and oh, just drop my pen. Um but yeah, so that was, was a good day, but by the same token, it, it bleeds over into Monday more often than it probably should. Um, so before, before the Super Bowl, I went with um, Zach, went with our buddy Ryan, and then I went with um, Zach's soon-to-be father-in-law, uh, Brian. So we went to this brewery in Avon called Mortalis. I forget exactly what that... I think it's just Mortalis Brewery. Um, and that, so that was a great time. That was a great way to start my afternoon was, um... Well, actually, I went, I went to... Did I go to breakfast before that? Yeah, I went to breakfast before that. I went to, um, Highland Park Diner for breakfast before that. Started my day off with a milkshake. So that wasn't exactly the healthiest thing in the world that I've ever done. Um you know, got to sit down, enjoy breakfast, um, what I have? Irish, it's like, I forget what it was called, it was like Irish Eggs Benedict, it was Eggs Benedict with corned beef hash and stuff like that on it, so, yeah, Eggs Benedict with like corned beef and, um, sausage and then like a big vanilla milkshake um it was a hell of a breakfast i gotta say it was more of a lunch really it was like a full meal but we got there early um so that was a good way to start the day then you know went to sleep didn't really do anything for a couple hours took another nap wake up it's time to go to mortalis fantastic so i go out get in the car we're on the way um we get to Mortalis, we're trying beers all over the place, and I'm like, all right, yeah, I'm starting to feel pretty good. This is a good day. Having a great conversation, talking about different kinds of beer, doing some flights. Um, bought a little Mortalis merchandise. Got a. And they didn't have any sweatshirts that were my size, which is a little bit annoying. Um, but, you know, again, not going to let that ruin my day. Can't. Uh, give in to the temptation i wanted to freak out honestly because hmm, man i gotta get some sleep uh, i wanted to freak out honestly because they had a bunch of hoodies but they had xls and they had mediums they had three xls they had extra smalls but they had no larges no larges in any of the merchandise whatsoever and so i'm just sitting there thinking well what the fuck I wanted to freak out you know And so I'm having, like, we're having a great day, and all I could think about by the time that we left, at least for a millisecond, I kind of checked myself, um, but I mean there was a brief moment in time where I was just like, fuck this, why did I even come, you know, what the hell's wrong with me, why am I here, like, I could have just stayed home and slept for four more hours and hung out while I waited for the Super Bowl to start, and then, um, you know. (laughs) I turn around, of course, and the whole, uh, the whole wall behind me is also filled with merchandise, too, so that was kind of foolish of me to be freaking out, right, you know, kind of foolish of me to be, um, you know, basically, like, questioning my entire life up to that point because they don't have my size in a sweatshirt. It's ridiculous, and so I turn around, and the whole other wall is, like, jackets and golf shirts and beanies, which is what I bought, I bought a Mortalis beanie, and there's, like, glasses and mugs and shot glasses and all this other stuff on the wall behind me, so I'm just like, okay, rein it in, buddy, let's, uh, settle it down a little bit here, there's no need to be, uh, you know, no need to be freaking out, um, and yeah, so, I guess, I could have used, so we're going to do this a little out of order, because what I could have used was the Daily Stoic entry that I read this morning, I could have used that as a reminder on Sunday, yeah, Sunday was the day, Um, I could have used it as a reminder not to, you know, not necessarily jump to the conclusion, but allow the first thing that happens to kind of dictate the rest of my day, which I, I snapped out of it eventually. And I kind of brought myself back down to earth just naturally through realizing that I had not only other options, but I was making an ass out. And like I looked like an idiot in front of all these people that were like, yo, why is this kid freaking out? Um, but I really could have used this reminder. So I want to read that to you. Um, and this was what I read. Um, make it to the fifth. this is what I read this morning, and uh, I want to preface this, preface this entry by saying, A, I sure as hell need this reminder every once in a while, and probably a lot more often than I get it, um, just to make sure that I'm level-headed and actually focused on what's important, which is not you know, letting emotions dictate the way that you behave. um, Or at least not letting out-of-control emotions dictate the way you behave. Um, So, Again, for everybody that's, uh, that may have forgotten what the theme of, what the theme of last, or the theme of this month is, we're in February now, the theme for the month of February is passions and emotions, passions and emotions, and so this morning, um, I read a passage called "Steadier Impulses, that's for the morning of February 5th. And I'll read that to you now. It starts with a quote from Marcus Aurelius' Meditations. We really think we've all heard that before, once or twice. And it goes like this. Don't be bounced around, but submit every impulse to the claims of justice and protect your clear conviction in every appearance. I'll read that one more time. It's a short one. Don't be bounced around, but submit every impulse to the claims of justice and protect your clear conviction in every appearance. And so Hanselman and Holliday go on to explain that. They say, think of the manic people in your life. Not the ones suffering from an unfortunate disorder, but the ones whose lives and choices are in disorder. Everything is soaring highs or crushing lows. The day is either amazing or it's awful. And aren't those people exhausting? Don't you wish they just had a filter through which they could test the good impulses versus the bad ones? Well, there is such a filter justice it's reason it's philosophy if there's a central message of stoic thought it's this impulses of all kinds are going to come and your work is going and your work is to control them like bringing a dog to heal put more simply think before you act ask who's in control here what principles are guiding me and so like I said that 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 is... Kind of a reminder that I wish I had given myself before I started audibly freaking out in public in the middle of a crowded brewery, and I think it's a, it's a reminder, again, that I definitely need more often than I get it, or it's maybe just something that I need to consider more often, and if I'm really thinking about it, and I'm thinking about how this might apply to other people, anyone who's reading this or otherwise, or listening to this or otherwise, I know quite a few people who need to have this reminder on, like, an hourly basis, just like I do, you know? Uh, call it riding the emotional roller coaster, and it's a fantastic way to work yourself into a frenzy. <sighs> think of... When I think of riding an emotional roller coaster, I, I mean, I think of an actual roller coaster. Let's And let's say, for anyone that's here in the Rochester area, let's say, uh... The Jackrabbit. Think about the Jackrabbit as your emotional roller coaster if you allowed your emotions to jostle your state of being and your your state of mind around the way that you get jostled around while you're riding on the jackrabbit it's an old roller coaster it's an outdated roller coaster it's crappy it's wooden it kind of hurts if you ride it enough or like if my dad rides the jackrabbit he's gonna be in pain the next day because he just got tossed around in a car on an old wooden track for a couple minutes and when I think of the emotional roller coaster, and this is something that um, the CEO of my of the company I used to work at used to say all the time, used to have more coaches, salespeople on not not getting on the emotional roller coaster, but it's a it's a helpful tool and a helpful analogy for for everyday life for anyone in any walk of life or any industry or any profession. Uh, but when you're riding on the emotional roller coaster, like I said, it's a it's a fantastic way to work yourself into a frenzy why is that? Why is it? Why is it easy to, to, you know, to give in to, you know, those those feelings of self doubt and those feelings of, um, you know, maybe their intense anger, negative emotions or positive emotions. It's really what it is, is the fluctuating between the two. And, that's that's what the emotional roller coaster is when you think of going up and down and left and right in rapid succession one change after the next from from happy to sad to disappointed to hopeful to upset to happy to optimistic just you're going from one thing to the next and at the end of the day what's happening is you're not in control anymore you have acquiesced control over the way that you think, and the way that you, um, the way that you think, and the way that you react to those thoughts, and the way that you are reacting to your emotions, you've completely given up control of that in favor of letting your emotions control you. You've gotten into the car. You're on the on the. The track there, the track being, you know, your life, your daily life, your interactions with other people, those are all along the way on the roller coaster. And when you're riding the emotional roller coaster, what you've done is decided, you know what? I'm not going to choose my own path. I'm just going to throw my hands up in the air and maybe scream, maybe cry, maybe get a little scared, get a little happy and not really understand why I'm doing it or what I'm doing it for. You know, every once in a while, that's good. It's Passion is not necessarily a negative thing, but unbridled passion or unharnessed passion is a bad thing or can be a bad thing. And same thing with emotion. Emotion is not a bad thing in any stretch of the imagination. I mean, you, you can't, uh, you know, you can't live the good life without the presence of emotion, there's no other way to go about it, um, sorry, and so, yeah, there would be no, there would be no happiness without sadness, there would be no sadness without happiness, and there would be no good life without a bad life, there would be no, no joy without. And there would be no motivation for you to consider anything or to do anything or to move anything forward. There would be no motivation without stagnation and there would be no progress without the possibility of regression and the the emotional roller coaster letting your impulses and your knee jerk reactions take control of you makes it really hard to concentrate on what it is that you need to be getting done it makes it really hard to concentrate. On what it is that's actually important to you, if you're always being pulled in another direction or several other directions all at all at once, I mean, that's just that's just not any way to get anything done. You know, you, you're not gonna know whether you should be focusing on the happy, the bad, the sad, the good, the evil, the, the benevolent. You don't know what to focus on in yourself. You don't know what to focus on absorbing from other people, and. If you're not focusing on actually controlling what you can control, and if you're not focusing on actually harnessing those negative and positive emotions to propel you forward, then it's really hard to, you know, elicit a proper reaction to those emotions, and it's really hard to keep yourself grounded in reality if you're not paying attention to reality. At the end of the day, your emotions are not your reality. Your emotions are simply an impulse triggered by some kind of an outside stimulus and when in reality or in order to get back to reality like they said in they said in the novel or in the in the entry there in order to get back to reality you need to look at all of your emotions through a filter and for me that filter is rational thought and it doesn't have to be some long, you know some long challenging thought exercise it's it's a simple objective viewpoint it's a simple exercise of just intentionally looking at the other side of the coin so if you're happy your first impulse is to be happy with something like okay well yeah this is this is really good but like what what are the pitfalls of this what do I need to watch out for so that I can sustain this happiness, and I'm not just gonna come crashing back to earth and burn like the Challenger? Well, and vice versa, your first impulse is to be angry about something. Okay. Well, what, what's good in this situation? What, what what can I find that is a benefit that will help me balance out? How does this benefit me, or how does how does this thing that's possibly making me angry benefit someone else, or how does dealing with it positively? benefit someone else Uh, there's always two sides to the coin and um, I think in order to keep yourself off that emotional roller coaster think of your emotions as a wave Um, kind of like a roller coaster so you're going up and down on a roller coaster and when you so you go up that very first hill what's taking you over the other side. Your momentum, right? It's taking you up and you're getting pulled up and then your momentum takes you all the way down on the other side. Well, think of emotions the same way. You're getting pulled up by your stimulus, whether it's you're getting pulled up the hill of negativity towards anger or discontentment. Once you get on the other side, your emotions are then going to pull you down into the, you know, into the valley, so to speak, of the valley of the emotional roller coaster. Now, if you're getting, let's say you're getting pulled upwards, you're starting the emotional roller coaster, you can feel yourself really getting heated about something, you're starting to get angry. Well, what's the opposite of up? The opposite of up is down. So, if you're consciously talking yourself down from getting pulled up that heated exchange, <laughs> You're not going anywhere, right? You're not going anywhere, and you're gonna. That's a really possibly an easy way to calm yourself down, and it works just in, just the same in the reverse. Um, if you're, you know, you feel yourself getting really, really excited about something that's an opportunity for you to say maybe pump the brakes a little bit like okay okay yep, this everything's good fine well and good now but when I get up to the top here and I reach the happiest point that I that I can possibly be about this possible situation where is there to go from here let's balance it out a little bit let's look at both sides here let's see what we need to watch out for and let's make sure that when I do get up to the top there's something that can keep me there there's nothing like I'm, I'm not in danger of just running right over the edge and then crashing down into the valley. Um, and so, again, I guess that is something that I could really use a lot more help with. Maybe that's maybe that's something that I I need on a daily basis is that reminder to watch my impulses. I think that over time. And I mean, certainly while I go through the rest of this month, while the pa- the theme is passion and emotions, I think it's going to be pretty easy to keep that going. Especially when I look look in the book, and the first thing I see is passion and emotions. Now that I'm, now that I'm recognizing that I could have used this reminder a couple days ago, um, you know, it's going to stick with me at least for the month. But I guess the challenge is um, when you get to the when you get outside the month, when you start to get further and further and further away from, you know, from your grounding principles, what what's your, your mechanism for bringing you back to those. Um, and again, so this, this book is my daily mechanism for bringing me back to those, those principles, principles of, you know, steadying your impulses, focusing on what's important, controlling what you can control. Um, the realization that, you know, all things must come to an end, and things that have come to an end in the past were experienced by others, so there's no shocker that you're experiencing them as well, just some of the, some kind of really basic tenets anybody who's familiar with this will relate to and understand, Um, and on the subject of things that are coming to an end, I am going to go ahead and and bring this one to an end here. Uh, It's about 12 o'clock now. Um, Now it's February the 6th and um, I need to get some sleep. So did a little bit of rambling there for you. Um, Anybody that has questions, comments, or concerns about the way that I've rambled into the microphone, you know, feel free to drop me a comment. Let me know. I have some relatively faithful listeners that uh get some feedback for on a weekly basis. And it's always good to know that people are out there listening because um, I like listening to other people's content too. So with that, I will leave you all, and I'll see you in another week. Peace.